Something here is not right. Can you talk? Testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. Testing. Ha, 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 ha. It's a lot of... in my levels. It's, it's, those are some good levels. Welcome back, everybody, to the Evangelization Journal. Um, Zachary here with Adam, as always, your two uh, co-hosts of the show. Adam, how have you been lately? So you're you're back in school, which is nice. Back in school, <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Xander's been Xander's been pretty goofy. Uh, yeah, back <laughs> in school. It's uh, week three, I think, and yeah. Just kind of fell into uh, a good routine. Um, classes good. are going well. It's great to be back with the boys. That's what I'm most excited <laughs> about. You know? and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Things are going pretty smoothly last semester. So That's it's good. Exciting. Yeah. Any uh, any big COVID breakouts so far? <laughs> no, we have like a current count of COVID cases, and I think we're at four for our whole okay. school. So that's not bad. Yeah, you. I was. Because last semester, right at the beginning, it was at like 35 and stayed there for oh, wow. a while. But yeah, it's I'm kind of surprised, to be honest. Yeah. That, yeah. That's good. Good to hear. Probably because everyone got it. So yeah, I think might be, yeah. <laughs> good chance. It's crazy. Yeah. Like at the beginning of last semester, I knew personally almost no one who had had it. But mm-hmm. now it seems like almost everyone's had it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah that's crazy yeah. that's yeah it, uh, i feel the same way uh i was meeting with a bunch of youth ministers not too long ago it was a couple of weeks ago and i think there was like seven or eight of us there and everyone had had it except me so wow. <laughs> I, like, I know that feel? <laughs> uh, i don't know i well no one died right so obviously but yeah um but it was funny everyone's like well can we take our masks off and stuff <laughs> So, yeah, I definitely feel the same way where it's like, like, like I, I used to know like no one, like personally knew no one that had it. And now everyone I know has pretty much had it. So, yeah, <laughs> um, that's just funny. But was- we're starting a Bible study for, oh. for high school kids um, this week. So I think that'd be cool. Nice. I found this really cool. Yeah, I found this really cool resource called The Bible Project. They do these like really well done animations of like different stories or, and even they even like delve into a little bit of like um, kind of like different scriptural analysis and exegesis and that kind of thing. So they're like pretty short and they're all free. So, wow, um, cool. yeah, really well done, but they don't have the deuterocanonicals, which is sad. So it's obviously a Protestant group doing this. Yeah, but it's OK. I love the Protestants can do really awesome things, too. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so and, that's been pretty cool in my yeah. world. Anything else been going on in your in your world? I don't know. Exodus ninety's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, Have you been finding new things to do at night? You said board uh, games. I remember. Yeah, board games and yeah. reading. Yeah, we're we're I think we're like almost two hundred pages into probably like one hundred seventy five into uh, that hideous strength. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
it's getting I, I in last night we left off and I it, it sounded like it was Merlin at the front door and we're like what and yeah. then we stopped reading so how'd you stop there how'd you stop because uh, it was it was late it was like 10 45 so. okay that's good self-control I guess yeah <laughs> I know it was very exciting but we were so tired so oh, I bet yeah um have you been reading anything or just like doing classwork and um i've been reading a couple things i got um when i was in sixth grade i got a book for my birthday called the calder game uh it's the second book in a series i started when i was in like sixth or fifth grade <laughs> and i i had it so i grabbed it and i'm actually reading it oh and nice it's it's a book about like a guy who gets lost but it also has a lot of art stuff in it like modern art so it's uh it's actually pretty good. It's relaxing. Then I'm also reading some of um, St. John of the Cross's um, collected works. Uh, I was reading, uh, I just I just read it a few nights ago, like the, the stanzas and then the Dark Knight stuff. So I took a class on that with Dr. Bassong. So oh. I've read it all before, but I'm just rereading it. Nice. So, yeah. That's really sweet. So, yeah. I really wanted to get more into the mystics, actually. Um, I've been reading this book. I don't know if it's in this room. Oh, there it is. The Fire Within. And it's uh, it's like about like some of the bigger mystics um, and also the gospel is yeah. what he thinks, he says. But, um, but it's more of like a commentary synthesis on them rather than like the actual things. But I've been like, oh, man, I'd love to get into like... Um, yeah, Interior Castle or Dark Knight mm-hmm. of the Soul, something like that. Yeah. For a while. Maybe I should just do that, you know? Yeah, just do it. The only thing is, like, I have a huge list of, like, spiritual books that I want to read. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's just so hard to, like, I, you can't just breeze through them. You no, know? they take a so long time. It takes a long time, and that's the issue. <laughs> but, you got to, like, digest it. Like, you read a little bit, and you're like, that, at least me i read like one page and i'm like that it's a lot of stuff you know yeah it takes a long exactly. time yeah yeah if you want to actually get stuff out of it not exactly. just like check the box i've read it right exactly. yeah so yeah well should we just get into it i guess yeah let's just get into it nice so but sweet so um adam what's like the what's the holy spirit been up in your life uh, in terms of evangelization uh, what's he been up to that's what i mean to say <laughs> i would i would love to talk about what he's been up to it's very uh there's been some very active works going on on our campus uh particularly with our community um basically i was approached about a, two weeks ago maybe by tim hughes and he's the chapter leader of spo at ohio dominican university He's been a great leader this semester, just like I haven't seen before. He's really blossoming. Um, yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, it's incredible. And he approached me and he's like, what do you think about going to every single dorm room and praying with every person on campus? And at first I was like, I don't, I was like, it seems like a good idea, but I was kind of hesitant for a couple of different reasons. And then we've just been praying about it and I just feel more convicted feel very convicted that like this is like this a step the Lord wants to have for us. So Sunday night and Monday night and then tonight and tomorrow night, we just all gathered together in the chapel and we like just interceded out loud for like 10 minutes. And then we got in pairs of two or sometimes three. I was with uh, 
my roommate Xander. You know, Zandy. Nice. Yeah. Zandy. And- <laughs> <laughs> spelled with an X. Yeah, spelled with an X. And uh, yeah, we're just, we started in Sands last night or Sunday night. Last night we went to, or I guess Monday night, we went to uh, Sienna Hall. And we were just going room to room and we're just knocking on the door and saying, hey, we're just seeing if people need prayers for anything and just kind of letting things go from there. And then after we pray with people, we meet back um, in the chapel. We have been exposing the Blessed Sacrament, um, saying night prayer, and then just like sharing glory stories and giving praise to God. So Mm. it's been it's been really incredible. Yeah. Do you mind if I share a little bit of like what it's like going door to door? Please do. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a little nervous. That'd be really weird and like make people feel uncomfortable. Um, and I was really worried about pe- pushing people away from like um, Christianity, even maybe not that extreme. Yeah, you give but... people a bad experience and exactly. then they walk away thinking yeah. worse about, yeah, about, exactly. about faith. Right. That so. was my big worry. But like, I think we've all just kind of discerned like this was the Lord's will. And like, I think it is the Lord's will. And with Xander and I, I think Xander just really has a gift for making people feel welcome and just like having things be very natural. So we've just had (laughs) just like really normal conversations with people. Like we open the door and sometimes we're like, do you need prayers for anything? And we're not that abrupt sometimes just like, Hey, how's it going? What's your name? Do you have a minute? Stuff like that. But um, we've just gotten into a lot of good conversations with people, sometimes about faith. Sometimes people are a little more closed off and they're just very natural conversations and at the very least, I think that we're starting conversations with people and building bridges between peers on a campus. And I think that's really beautiful. But we've had the chance to pray with a few people, like on the spot, maybe like five people we prayed with and other people like asked for prayers and we just like are interceding on our own. But I've just been really surprised at how open people are to talking about their faith and praying. So one of my favorite times or so we we just knocked on this guy's door and he's a new student in the semester and with COVID it's just like really hard to meet people you know so we just had a chance to talk to him he wasn't open to praying he was a Muslim man actually so I talked a little bit with him um about God and just think that the Lord is using us to bring joy to him and just like Mm -hmm. bring a friend into his life which sweet so it's just been really good um and I'm just really excited as to what's happening on our campus. And I'm just excited to see our community just filled with so much life these last couple of days. It's been really awesome. That's is really cool. Yeah. It's sweet. What I'm uh have you like followed up with people or like do you get people's numbers or do they ask like so or has I've that... gotten the another worry we had was like if people are really open to this, like how do we pastorally help? you know, like a huge amount of people. Um, Mm. A few people, we've gotten their numbers. Some people, we've just already knew them, you know. Sure. But we have like also Xander kind of started like this Bible app devotional thing on our campus. So we have like a big group me. And if people are interested, they're just like hopping in this group me. And there's like this Bible devotional app that like gives you a Bible quote every day, just like as an entry level thing kind of to hold on. Definitely. Um, yeah, so some numbers are being grabbed. Some I saw one person, she was a woman, and I just said hi to her today. She's in the devotional app thing, but like I don't have her number. But 
we're just going to kind of see where that goes, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, That's and we're cool. also, yeah. And we also have like little pamphlets that are saying like different outreach events we have and like an invitation to Fan to Flame and like an invitation to men's groups and different times for like, uh, I think the women have like coffee on Thursdays and the guys usually have sport in the spring. So we're also giving those out of like, if you're interested in like a strong faith community, come to these places at these times, you know? Right. Yeah. So your opportunities to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to be a part of, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. But I think the best part of the, over the last couple of days, just in prayer and just like when we've been going around campus, like, I just haven't experienced, I don't, I feel like I haven't ever loved like human people this much in a new way. I've just been like seeing people as my brothers and sisters in Christ. And like, I just feel motivated by that love to share Jesus with them. Cause I know that he's fulfillment and I know that he is going to bring fulfillment to their lives. So I've just never been so motivated by love before. Wow. I don't think. So mm-hmm. it's been really, the Lord's been doing a lot in my heart over the last like week. It's been really cool. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think it's just a testimony to like, it's, it's funny. Cause you talk about like hesitation in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, I think in my mind, sometimes I think that like the order of events is like, I'm developing my personal prayer life. And then like, I experience this, this gift, right. Of what you're talking about of like, of, of love for other people. And then once I have that, then I like go out but I feel like it's much more, it's a little more simultaneous, you know? Yeah. You had to like step outside of yourself and go out and start, um, start. And then God provided. It was actually that, it was that action that actually opened and made you, made you more receptive to like that gift of like the Holy spirit, which I think is really powerful. That's good insight. That's exactly what happened. Uh I was reflecting on that. Cause I was just like, I've been so in my head lately, I feel like. And then like the active work actually just like, yeah, helped me step into that gift that he had. Mm-hmm. Like fruit is still connected to the tree, you know? Yeah. And so in the same way, I think it's like, like, and even like last episode, we were talking a little bit about how, I, honestly, it's kind of, it's a very similar thing where it's like, we think that like, our interior life is separate from our active life. Yeah. But that's not at all true. Right. Like the active life is the fruit, but it's still connected. Right. To the interior life. That's really good. Yeah. And the fruit is so sweet. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. The other thing I, yeah. The other thing I liked about that was you just like talking about being with Xander, your roommate yeah, and the ways that you just saw his gifts um really grow yeah and in some ways like in evangelization you have to like rely on the gifts of others for sure do you want to talk more about that or yeah i can't have any thoughts or yeah i mean you were there so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just reminds me of corinthians when it's like we're all parts of the body and we're like all different parts type deal but just like in my experience i don't know i feel like xander and i are like we're pretty different characteristic wise um just for the listeners out there i hope xander doesn't mind him talking about him but yeah xander's like high energy he's got um he's i think he's very good at talking to people pretty extroverted and 
So like when we're like going up to rooms, there was a lot of like sports people, like football players on one of the floors. And he was just really good at like talking to them about sports and like making it really natural and um, just like starting conversation. Or if it was like two of me or just me by myself, like we would have flopped a little bit, you know, <laughs> but, like on a very like natural level, that was really nice. But on like more of like a deeper level, I don't know. I'm just surprised at how well it's been going in like our brotherhood that we formed over the past year, especially in like the joy we have in just like being with each other and talking to each other, I think is just, just like being brought with us when we're like going out on mission. We've just formed a really strong brotherhood and we formed a lot of good chemistry and just the way we interact. And I think that brings joy to other people. Uh, so that's just, yeah, been really cool to see. Yeah. An yeah. experience, I'm sure. Yeah, an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Gnosko. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm honestly kind of jealous. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I was. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really excited that fruit's bearing. And I, cause I think we had done that once. It must have been my junior year. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. I think we interpreted it as sort of an exercise of boldness, right? Yeah. For ourselves. Just because I think we didn't really know how to follow up like it isn't about it isn't all about the numbers you know or like how many people but at the same time the numbers are souls right so yeah exactly um so you want to be able to like welcome people into christian life and walk with them it's how the group me sounds really good um yeah it's a place of contact a point of contact and i th that also opens up the thing is like yeah i i don't know do you think evangelization is so obviously it like starts with the point in contact and kind of the like initial kind of stuff? Yeah. And is that it or does it go or does it more, you know? Yeah. And like, what does it look like? Typically I lean on the, um, on that spectrum of like, I'm a big relational guy. That's just how I am. And that's where I've seen the most fruit being born of like actually, forming a strong relationship with somebody and walking with them in like just a very natural way. But I mean, I think sometimes the Holy spirit can use us for like quick little interactions to like help just like correct, correct some something or sure. Yeah. yeah. But like we never really see the fruit of that. So we don't really know. Mm. Um, but I just feel like overall relationally it's more effective, but I don't know if what we're doing in this specific instance is to like form deep relationships necessarily like we hope that happens but i think we're trying to just help people hear the voice of god just even for a little bit like that's i think the big goal that tim was talking about and i think the goal is that people have like an encounter with god in some way through our interaction and then because of that encounter they want more of him and since they want more of him they start like coming to places where there's strong christian community like potentially men's group fan into flame stuff like that and then start walking the christian life i mean i think the overall goal is to welcome people into a community because community is so crucial for um christian life i agree like community um yeah because it's like i think there's a lot of dangers to being like a lone wolf evangelist you know yeah. <laughs> where it's just <laughs> you out there you know trying to do everything um i think one is yeah like burnout 
right yeah those are sort of the more practical things like you know you get burned out and tired or there's like so many people you're not really able to actually uh, effectively evangelize to all of them right but also like there's other dangers about like like people can get such people who are new can get a very narrow slice of what it actually means to be catholic and be christian you know yeah or it's like I have to be like this person for me to be a Christian. And like, sometimes they take too much of like your own, even your own personality and personal tendencies. And so it's good for people to like experience, to see different people living, uh, following the Lord in a diverse way. Right. And so I think yeah. communities are really helpful for that. And then the other thing too, we're just talking about relying on the gifts of others. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Oh yeah. My main point I was trying to think about was, was this so i even like think about like the first christians like yeah they had like the teaching of the apostles and stuff like that um which is good and vital and important but the most impactful thing for someone in learning like the faith is not actually the teaching but is the the community right yeah they talk about this in the catechism a lot about how like the parents are like the primary educators of their faith because like our faith is so incarnational in how we live it, you know, like you can tell people to pray, but like if their parents at home are not praying, then the chances are it's not going to hit, you know, Yeah. or you could tell them that going to mass every Sunday is really important. And if their parents aren't doing that, it's probably not going to stay, you know? And so being in a, and really like, the family is like the, you know, the smallest unit of community. The, yeah. So the thing is that like, it's really important. The next step after the initial encounter and like evangelizing is to like, for them to witness an authentic Catholic community. Right. Yeah. Um, because that's going to like teach them so much more than like some speaker series or some, yeah. you know, <laughs> so yeah, that, I guess that's what else I was thinking of about. I, I think that's the move. Bring them into the community. Have you seen the fruit of that? Any like, I guess like, this is only the first week, right? So yeah, did you go through all the dorms yet, or no? We haven't done Aquinas, which has half the students here, or oh, Lyman, which is the second biggest. We've done the two smallest. The fruit, the only fruit that I've seen is like after we're leaving a few times. I could tell these people like when we went in they were like right like low level of like happiness or joy it seemed like and then they seemed more joyful and we, we were leaving just from our That's interaction good. happened a few times but the fruit that i've really seen so far has just been our community going out i think has strengthened us all individually in our faiths but i think it's also all brought us all close to get closer together so like that was not fruit i was expecting because like we're doing this not for ourselves we're doing this for other people but we're actually receiving from our actions, you know? So, but I'm really excited to see what happens on campus. I just pray and hope that prayer just becomes normalized, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Things are moving. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. There's sort of two sides. So one is like, I'm thinking like, like I'm imagining like ODU's campus yeah dominican as like like there's a bunch of like you just see people praying with each other like frequently you know and that's like really good 
that has to be pastored well, right? So you don't want to be like I can imagine people like over spiritualizing things where it's because yeah. where like they they're like, oh, this is happening, let's pray for it, and then they like don't do anything, right? Or they think that like somehow it's all gonna get fixed, right? Without them actively doing something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but also like it's so good for your first response to right to like anything if like your friend is in trouble or um or is hurting or lonely like what if your first response was to pray right yeah and like in the moment with that person and i think that's what's really beautiful and really profound yeah for sure or to 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 shift a culture you have to to start living what you want it to be so i think that's that is really good really good stuff what do you do when you pray with someone like when you guys go door to door do you just like you're like, hey, can we pray with you? Or like you were saying, and then yeah, what do you so do? Yeah, it's, so it's kind of different room to room, but generally it's like, hey, how's it going? Because most times people are really confused, like, why are you knocking at my door? No one does <laughs> I that. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, hey, how's it going? We're just like seeing if people need prayers, and that usually opens up a little conversation. Um, and then we usually introduce ourselves, ask their name, and then do our uh, masks what do you wear masks yeah we were in okay. masks no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah then we're like do you need prayers for anything and people are sometimes are like yeah this is what i need prayers for and then we're like some a lot of times people are just like pray for my family almost every time somebody asks for prayers which is really good and we're like that's awesome like we can pray for your family and they're like do you need prayers for anything like you can literally ask god for anything you want and then sometimes people will say stuff sometimes not a, a lot of people we're asking for prayers for like help with school and stuff. So then we're like, okay, we'll pray for you for that. Do you care if we pray right now? So, and then sometimes people are like, yeah, sure. And then we just kind of like usually lay hands on them. And it's a very, yeah, it's just like very natural prayer. You know, it's just talking to God. It's just like simple dialogue. Yeah. So it's mostly like petition. Like you're just like, or really your role is intercessing, right? Yeah. You're, you're, so most, interceding not intercessing (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, so it's a lot of interceding and just like i've usually been asking or like god just give this person the grace they need for like whatever they're going through and um just sort of like asking god for gifts too but i just hope that people can see like how natural prayer can be and like prayer is just talking to god and like well it's not just it's like the most beautiful powerful thing ever but i don't know it's just like it's it's very natural and normal just to talk to Jesus, you know? Yeah. That's kind of like generally how it's going. Nice. Yeah. So you just keep it simple. That makes sense. Keep it simple. Don't play these grandiose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It probably turns people off. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, kudos to you, man. That's awesome. It's, It's going well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really easy to, to pray with people. Yeah. So we can all do it. For real. So. What's been going on in the world of Zachary Ratliff? <laughs> yeah, I've been you're saying like like you typically the way that is natural for you or is or most fruitful is to like have a strong relationship with the person and then yeah. um and yeah, I've just been thinking about that and the way that I want to be 
yeah, proclaim the gospel in the relationships that like I already have. Um, yeah. So, especially in everyone in Granville is so um, COVID scared. Yeah. Um, and like in some ways, it's like like cases 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 are really low in this part of the county, you know, yeah. and so it's like it's done its job, right? But also, I feel like it's made evangelization so much harder because no one wants to talk to a stranger yeah. because then they're yeah. opening up their right or people yeah. might, might have the covids um so it's just been how is this going to work right because if people aren't yeah people aren't receptive when they feel unsafe right yeah so it's been harder um so i think the solution is twofold so one is like since i don't know a lot of people I think I make the people I do know and that I do have access to, to make them into evangelists. Um, so that's what I've been doing a lot with like student leadership team um, at our youth group. So I'm like, okay, like, like they can go into places that I can't and, you know, have, yeah, access to people that I don't, who I don't have access to. And so the only issue I think is like some of these people are just not the most formed you know, or like they, uh, yeah, are still struggling to create a routine of Christian living where it's either they're gossiping and, you know, putting others down still, or they're not praying consistently or, you know, they're not reading scripture, like those kind of things. So it's like, (laughs) in some ways they still need some work, you know, Um, which is fine. So there's that. And then as well, yeah, I think just calling people on the phone has just been really good. So people I either don't talk to or that often, or maybe people I do know, but like I have friends that like I knew and that I was walking with like years, like a year or two ago and just haven't seen them or talked to them. And I don't know if like they're necessarily keeping, like living the same lifestyle that they were when I had known them. So in some ways, sort of, it's like a re-evangelization, you know, where um, you have to remind them and continue to like walk with them when they don't have community or the community that they are a part of isn't supporting them spiritually. You know, unfortunately, I feel like that's a lot of Catholic churches, especially in COVID. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling right now. my heart has just been burning because I just know how so many people either come to this parish or there are other churches that are just like, here are some sacraments. Good luck. <laughs> and yeah. like they provide nothing else to support them in living like this, their, their life. So that's been my heart is just like either cold calling people or you text them like, Hey, let's set up a time to like chat. And then you just share the fruit of your own, Right. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Sharing the fruit of your own. So I did that with my friend Alex. So, All right. On. Awesome guy. Yeah. Awesome guy. Awesome guy. Yeah. Cause he's been in Texas for almost two years now. I guess it's um, only been about a year. I forgot, you know, yeah. away from SPO and, but a lot of the yeah brothers who are supporting him. And so I think that's been difficult. I think spiritually yeah. for him. Cause also like he also not super formed in the sense that like, like he, he like he got confirmed in college right like he didn't yeah. even like receive 
any real, yeah, like PSR, CCD kind of stuff. So that was really good. And I was able to just like give him a couple of resources and videos to watch, you know, That's awesome. <laughs> like in, in the, the, the things that we were talking about. Yeah. And staying connected with him. So, yeah, I think that was a good moment of like where the Holy Spirit prompted me that like he needed some encouragement and to remember how good it is to follow the Lord. Yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. If somebody's listening right now and they're kind of thinking like, I don't have that like strong Christian community to lie on, rely on or like lean into, like, what would you say to them? I think you need to either find it or form it, you know, like it's so, it's so vital and yeah. critical. So if there's, so maybe there are like our people, like a lot of dioceses have like a young adult group, group. And so either getting plugged into that or sometimes you like go there and it's, there's not a like, like no one's really living on mission or um, trying to like evangelize. And so then the questions like, like a lot of times it becomes very consumeristic, you know, yeah. where, you know, you have people that either, even like before COVID, you know, you'd go to um, theology on tap, listen to some speaker, maybe talk with a neighbor and like someone at your table and then you go home and your life is unchanged. Right. Yeah. Except now you have some knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I, I think, being able to like articulate that either to like the leaders or just like find people and tell them your vision, you know, say like, Hey, I am, I really want to be better about sharing my faith. Would you want to do that together? You know, it could be that simple, you know, or you could explain more of like your heart or explain more of, you know, the father's heart of why like evangelization is so important. Yeah. And it's like, like maybe you're not the best, but I think diving into it, finding people to like that you're going to continue. And yeah, I think what happens to me a lot is that I feel like I'm just pouring into this, like these people that I want to like be evangelist with. And sometimes you get discouraged and it's like, ah, like they don't really want it the same as I do. Yeah. I think if that's the case, I think you need to like go on retreat and then bring those people with you so that like you can sort of be rekindled so that God can work in your heart again, bring to light and reignite why it's so important. That's great advice. What do you think about if someone was wanting to find community? I love what you're saying about going to retreat together. Um, just cause I've experienced that with people like here on campus, like we've gone to retreat together and like, it's actually changed us and like grown us closer together. Um, sorry, the sirens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like your advice of like, find it or form it. Cause like, it's so crucial. Like you need to, you need to find it. And like, if you have a desire for it, that desire is like in your heart for a reason and you should like follow that desire and, and it can be really hard. I'm just thinking of like when I was like at home at Kaleida over, yeah, over that very long break from like end of spring to fall. Yeah. Christmas break. N- no, uh, the COVID break. Ah, yeah. the extended spring break. Yeah. Extended <laughs> spring break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like six months. And there's just like not the same, like here there's a really vibrant young adult community and like there, there's not 
And like, I have friends here, strong Catholics, which helped me a lot. But like, I thought about like, what can I do to like increase this? And like, I, I don't know. I felt stuck. Um, so if you're, if anybody listening is stuck, just pray to the Holy spirit and just ask your guidance. But yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta do something. You can't yeah. just be passive. Yeah. Ask for the Holy spirit, press in and start, con- just start conversations with people. Like, yeah. like, okay. Like, yeah. Like this person I know is strong in their faith. You say like, you ask them like, <laughs> ask the hard questions. Like, what do you think about evangelization or you just say, okay, I, I, right now I, I felt called to like start to evangelize more. Yeah. What do you like? Have you, I, I don't even know what kind of questions, what kind of questions would you ask someone, Adam? It'd be like, uh, are you happy with where you're at? Kind of. Sure. You know, like, and just yeah. like press into their faith, see if they like want to know God, like if they have a strong desire for him because everybody does. Have you ever thought of making evangelization a bigger part of your relationships and of your life? I yeah. think. And if the answer is no, you're like, oh, would you like to? <laughs> yeah. But I, I think you can just be honest with people and be like, yeah, you need to be honest. hey, this is, I like maybe you're even at the point where it's like you're like St. Augustine and he's like, um, like, you know, I, I want to live this life, but like God give me the desire for this life, you know, yeah. um, where like you, maybe you're not even at that point yet, but you want to want it, you know, for whatever reason you're scared of it or you don't think you're ready. Yeah. You think you're going to do more damage than good. I think all that's just not helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just distraction and discouragement from God's goodness. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think that, I think that's the challenge for this week is to, or this next month, I guess we're doing this every month now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the challenge, um, yeah. yeah, have find a community. That seems to be the biggest thing I think from, yeah. from our, our conversation, find community or make it start having those conversations, start calling up people that whether it's, in person or not and can like walk with each other and you know go on mission together so and actually form relationships with people form relationships yeah yeah like your like your fellow missionaries but also the like the people that you're trying to like bring into that you know yeah sweet well with that um go out there and evangelize we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening god bless god bless amen